Oh, that's a big hand. They just passed. This is the first patient. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Probably aren't enough. Let's learn. We're in Parakeh. We're in Parakeh. Various chayfes. Seif Gimel. It's okay because it's in the text of the. Are they? No, no, they don't have. Give, give. Okay. Nope. <coughs> now, again, here, Abshayla in Sif Gimel brings a sentence from Iris Atchia, Sif Chavbeis. Just a sentence, and he doesn't bring the he doesn't bring the entire Torah. So the pages that you're getting that you just got, the one that has just straight lashna kaidish without any commentary, that's the entire Torah. So we'll read that in a minute. That's the entire Torah, and then the uh, this the set of pages that you got, the staple set of pages, that's this same Torah with Rav Avinir's commentary, which we'll do part of. So. First, in Reb Shail, what Reb Shail himself brings in Eretz Chayfetz, that all of you have the text of Eretz Chayfetz, Parakesi of Gimel, this is a very, very hard, it's very hard to understand. And and I always say this, that any explanation of Rav Kook is just trying, just trying with Eretz Chayfetz to understand what he's talking about. This seif in particular is very hard. Maybe that's why Shaila didn't bring the whole thing. She brings a little bit of it. But Sif Gimel's Aisha Hava Tivis Lumal Sriyasa. The natural the fire of the natural love for the nation and for the revival of Am Yisrael. Haholechis umizgadelis Bajisel that is growing and growing in Ajisel and through Ertesel. We're going to explain all this. We'll talk about all this. In Ertesel and through Ertesel. The fire of the love of the Jewish people that is growing and growing in Ertesel and through Ertesel because of Ertesel. It will like catch fire together with all the greatness and strength together with Eish Hashem, the fire of, of the love for Hashem. Eish HaKodesh, the Holy Fire, Shakol Toh with all the pureness of faith, Bozam Chosna Grosa, and the power and all of its strength. Right, that's that's very hard to understand. Just on a just on a simple simple level, before we read the the entire Torah, Rav Kook is saying is that what we see now is a great love for Israel will develop into a great love, is helping. That from this from this fire of love for Israel, there will be ultimately 
the fire for the love of Hashem and for all that we believe in. Rav Kook was speaking to a generation that saw, as we learned a lot about in the Maimah Hadar, a generation that saw a tremendous abandonment of Torah, a huge abandonment of Torah mitzvahs, but a, 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 a great surge of love for Eretz Yisrael and a commitment to Zionism and a longing for, to return to the land. And that dichotomy was something that Rav Kook thought about and thought about and wrote about day and night. <coughs> and that's what he's addressing over here in this Torah. Now, that's only a little piece of it. The page that you have, the single page that you have, not the set, the single page is the entire Torah. Let's just read it quickly, very, very quickly, and then we'll learn, we'll learn it with Rav Avinayar's explanations, which are very helpful. And fill in a lot that's missing in, 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 uh, when we just read this. So again, Eisha Havativis, which says Perchav Beis, there's no Satriya. Eisha Havativis, the Umar Sriyoso, how Lechus Muscadels Beis Israel, by day Eris Hotis Laker, Bogarnuza Yachin and Mesha Shem, Eisha Kaidish, a cold to her, Hermuna Boitzim Chosna Grossa, that's what we just learned. Then he says, Rav Kook says, Pizure Hermunha Elokis. He says something very remarkable here. <coughs> The scatterings of godly faith. Because Emun and Hashem is spread out all over the world, amongst all of the nations. He calls, of course, calls it Pizure Ha'emunah Just as Jews have been spread out all over the world, Jews are all over the place. Wherever Jews went in all these long years of Agolas, they carried with them emuna. They took f- their faith with them. That's Aleph. And Beis, the nations, the places where they were, themselves, the people that lived in those places, who were influenced and affected by the Pizurah emuna, by the presence of Jews and the emuna of Jews in these places, wherever Jews went. <coughs> So, Emunah Elokis is scattered all over the world. And different places of the world interpreted, understood belief in God that the Jewish people brought to these places in different ways. How they, how they interpreted, how they received. Obviously, we learned in the last time how Christianity is a perversion of Emunah Elokis. It contains within it Traces of Amiso, very strong traces of our belief. They're just con- contorted and twisted, but Emunis Israel, and so too with Islam, it's even clearer with Islam. <coughs> even in, even in, the, in the Far East, Hindu, Buddhism, and so on, there is Pazure Emun Ha'elokis. There are very, very obvious traces <coughs> of Emunah Elokis that have been scattered throughout the world. This goes back to the beginning. We know that to, as far as the Far East, we have, we have a Kabbalah. Rashi brings out a Chumashah. Avram Avinu sent the Bnei Pilagshim that they went, and they took with them Shemus of Hashem and different things that they... That, that, there was a Muna that, that, that went forth from the house of Avram Avinu long before we ever started 
schlepping around as as the Jewish people in Galus, ready from Avram Avinu in the, in the household of Avram Avinu there was there were already scatterings of faith that that went out to the world, to the to the eastern part of the world and later on to the western part of the world. That would be much more with the presence of Jews throughout the West. Less, of course, in the Far East, in the East, but not as much in the Far East. But there as well, there are Pizurimun everywhere. Pizurimun everywhere. Pizurimun elokiz, v'chol tanchumay seho, v'he'ero seho, harabos, l'musa liyosha. And all of the comfort and all of the insight into ethics and yosha, righteousness, uprightness, Ligvura, strength, tikva, hope, shalom, all of these, I don't want to call them concepts, not concepts, but all of these truths that come with, that come with Hamun Elokiz have been scattered all over the world. Again, Musa, Yosha, Gvura, Tikva, Lishalom, Olenachamas Ailaman, and to Nechamas Ailam, the the Nechama of, of all worlds, belief that there isn't that there'll be, in the end it will be good, belief in redemption and so on, belief in Tchisam Eisah, that there's a Nechamas Ailam that the misery is not going to continue on and on and on. There's an end to it. So all of all of Musa Yoisha Gevura Tikva Shalom Nechamas Ailam, these are all Pizura Hamuna that are scattered throughout the world. Every people, every religion, every everybody has taken pieces of of the scatterings of Amuna. Pizure Amuna Lokis have picked up on them. And those scatterings have given life to the nations of the world and given hope to the nations of the world. So amidst all of the confusion and all of the distortion, there are there are pieces of Amuna Lokis everywhere. Pieces of Amuna Lokis everywhere. Just like in every language of the world, there there are pieces of Lashna Kaidish. There are pieces of, of Amunalokis in every in every place of the world. Pizuri Himanalokis. Shikran this Pashtu ben Goyim Rabim Vatsumim that have already spread among many and great Goyim, great nations, many nations and great nations. Aide Pizurainu Ben Hagoyim. As a result of our being scattered among the nations, it's not that Rav Kook is not saying that Jews, wherever they went, got up and gave formal classes or lessons to the host nations. Our presence among the nations of the world, and, and the way we lived, and what we spoke of, and, and so through the Pizurena ben all of these qualities of Amunelokis are, are found, the Shirai in pieces, all over the world. Of course, <coughs> these Amunas that are traced back to Kisve HaKadosh, to Tanakh. To Tanakh. So if Kuk says, they're increasingly returning back home, they're coming back to us. 
Now we're going to talk about what that means. What does that mean? They're coming back. They're being gathered back into our treasure, into our treasury. They're being gathered back once again into Knesset Yisrael, into the into into Knesset Yisrael to the Jewish people. And they're being revived and brought back to life. Through the multitudes of new souls of the nation that's being created again in these days before Mashiach comes. We're going to talk a lot about what this means. So the return to Eretz Yisrael is not just that we're f- that many Jews are physically coming back home. But the Bizurei Emunasis, Emun Helokis, is coming back home as well. So there are concepts, ideas <coughs> that were lost among the nations of the world. I'm just give an example before we before we go into Rav Avinir and finish this. Just I'm just going to put this out. Meditation. Meditation. When you say the word meditation. Any yeshiva bacher or yeshiva gul meditation, you think of, oh, this is India, this is, you know, this is not Jewish. Meditation. It is not Jewish. Right? Meditation sounds like it's something, you know, it sounds like something that rich people in Manhattan do instead of going to work, right? So it goes with yoga and Starbucks and stuff like that. <laughs> so, meditation is meditation is Mikuri Yisrael, is the Shurish of Am Yisrael. Meditation is Bonanus. Is Bonanus. But look what's happened. that a typically Shiva Bach, you say the word meditation, is what do you. Meditation? What does that have to do with Taisus? <laughs> What's meditation? It's a gracious thing. Meditation is uh, from, from India, from the Himalayas. It's a couple of, a couple of uh, gurus and sitting in, in robes with Avadazara and so on. Just an example. Well, I was talking to a young man that, uh, that, that went on, a, on this pilgrimage to, to those places where thousands of Jews go, but Israelis go to these places in, in, in Tibet and all of these places. I've got the funny names for the case on there. Yeah, Kathmandu. So it's a whole, it's a whole pilgrimage they make there. And and this 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 young man, he's in his twenties, comes back, telling me all excited about sitting about thinking about the purpose of our lives and about, about you know, and, and and you know. Guy, he comes from Farakawa. <laughs> <laughs> he, he went to Kathmandu to think about life and the purpose of his existence and so on. And he says, like, how come we never did this? And, you know, I never heard of this in yeshiva. I never did this. And, you know, I, I was just past the kugel. I don't know what else I had over here. And and so so it's it's unbelievable that this is Emunas Yisrael. This is the faith of the Jewish people that's scattered among the nations, but 
very strangely, it's somehow we've been sapped of it. We've, we've lost our connection to many of the things that come from us that have been scattered, almost like they, they fell out of our pockets, you know? And, and they fell out of our pockets somehow. Things that f- that got lost, that fell. And part of the gula, part of what we're in now, of the tchia, the revival of Am Yisrael, is that not only are Jews coming back, but Yiddishkeit is returning to the Jewish people from all the pezure, emunah is returning. It's coming back to, to Am Yisrael, it's coming back to Am Yisrael, particularly in, in Eretz Yisrael. Now the old neshamas, I'm not talking about that. The old neshamas, you bring up a meditation. I, use, I just use meditation as an example. You talk to one of the old neshamas and you, and you mention a meditation. So, whoa, you know, meditation. The old neshamas are not, they think that that's not Jewish. The old neshamas. They think that that's not Jewish. The Hamayin Neshamas Chadoshes are seeking, of course, to to find out, to understand what meditation truly is and how it comes from Am Yisrael. And that's how all the Nevi'im lived. That's how Am Yisrael lived. Before our Gullahs. So something, we lost something along the way, got scattered among the nations, and it's coming back. And the revival of, of, of the scatterings of, of faith is taking place mostly not through the old neshamas, but through the neshamas chadoshes shel amnevra. The neshamas chadoshes. And we'll talk a lot more about this when we, when we learn the commentary. Chalil alanu lach seimes haderech b'fnei orachayim. Chalil, God forbid, we should not block the way before this light of life. Now the old neshamas are trying to block the, the way. Some of the, some of the old neshamas, with the best intentions, mm-hmm. believe that they're defending Yiddishkeit and by blocking the way of this light of life that's coming back <coughs> home. Chalil one of Rav Kook was a neshama chadasha, sparkling, shining, brand new. And Rav Kook said, Chalil on with God forbid, we mustn't we mustn't block the path before this light of life that's returning to us. We should not become frightened and confused. If the currents, meaning others, this seems to be coming back in strange garments on the outside that it looks like it's on the outside, it looks like there's something weird or different. The chitzonius looks different. On the outside, it looks different. Again, because the things were affected by the by being outside of Am Yisrael and being all over the world, these things were affected, and and, and, and because of because of the influence of the outside, the Chitzonius has been has been stained and tainted and damaged. So therefore, the old school, the old neshamas, their reaction is, Osir. Osir. and. All kinds of cult curries. This, this is never part of Amis, so this can't be part of Amis. You know, also, Rav Kook says, God forbid, is different. And we shouldn't be frightened by the Chitzanias. We shouldn't be frightened by the Chitzanias. 
Or Hashem Meir Bahem. The light of God is shining in them. Or Hashem Meir Bahem. Ruach Hashem Noises The spirit of Hashem is bubbling inside. Mamish Noises Abhem. Halumiyais Hachalonis. Yechel his dahim zumarab. Secular nationalism. Which is another example. Nationalism. The one I gave before is meditation. The one that Rav Kook is talking about here is nationalism. Patriotism, nationalism. Halumiyas achalonis. Secular nationalism. Yechel his dahim zumarab can become very dirty. Has picked up a lot of filth, a lot of dirt throughout history and by that by that concept being scattered by the na- amongst the nations of the world so it picked up all kinds of things in an, in an extreme in an extreme and very very dangerous way that has brought terrible damage to the world fascism is of course extreme nationalism is fascism Nazis. So Leumius nationalism, that the longing to return to your place and be a nation unto yourself, and to identify as that nation, that is purely Jewish in its origin. Anybody who reads Tanakh sees that every page. But scattered among the nations of the world, it picked up a lot of shmutz, a lot of shmutz. Like along the way, you know, in the later years, it picked up a Hitler, a Mashon, it picked up a Stalin, a Mussolini, picked up a lot of stuff along the way. So naturally, the reaction is, since, since the most obvious manifestations of nationalism are non-Jewish in their appearance in the Chitanias, and are terribly, terribly damaging. And even in, in better situations like French nationalism or British or, or American nationalism, the, which of course are much healthier and much closer to the Nakuda Panimis of, of true Lumius than fascism, socialism, and so mm-hmm. on. Still, everything about America is trafe. Everything about, about France, about Europe is trafe. Everything about Anybody else outside of us is strife. So Rav Cook was very much against that way of studying history and very much against that way of looking at life. It's true, of course, that Halumis Achelonis, Yicholas, Daim, Bezumarab can get very, very dirty. Rav Cook was, was no supporter of secular Zionism. He was not a supporter of secular Zionism at all. But like with everything in Rav Kook, as we're learning now, he saw in secular Zionism a powerful expression of Emunah Elokis that had to be cleaned. Had to be cleaned. Had to be put into the mikveh. Had to be refined. You had to take away the peels because secular Zionism obviously very much affected by Goyesha nationalism. It's a product of that world in its modern form of secular Zionism, it's a product of something that's very not Jewish. 
Kilu Terimitz is not important. And to be a nation like all nations, it's a it's totally trafe. Secular Zionism is a terrible, terrible evil. It's a vicious. In that state, it's terribly dangerous. It's filthy, with the filth of Gullahs. But in its core, in its core, secular Zionism is a love of Yushalayim, a love of Eretz Yisrael, a love of Am Yisrael, that needs to be cleansed and purified of the dirt that it picked up through time by being among the nations of the world. But nationalism itself, in its source, in its root, in its beginning, is from Tanakh. And there are scatterings of that throughout the world. So you have this, you have this crazy, like this crazy Michigan, this guy in North Korea. It's scary to look at him. It's such a pun. That so he, he sees North Korea as being the, 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 the answer to civilization's problems. Some, some, some backwards little malchus that's trying to go nuclear. It is nuclear. And there's a throwback to, there's a throwback to, to, uh, to the 1930s, 1940s. <clears throat> all of the, the shurish of all of that is, is bizure, is is pezure ha'emunhelokis, just deformed and distorted, and and polluted, by its by how it's expressed with that particular nation, that place of North Korea. So lumis chelenis yicholu is dam bezuma rabbah shetachter harbe ruchas roim genuzim, in which there are many many ruchas roim genuzim. There are hidden many terrible terrible ruchas. Terrible. Terrible ruchas. But here's the difference between Rav Kook and the others, and most others. We're not going to succeed by pushing He's using this example of Lumius nationalism. Our success is not going to be by by assering it and pushing it away from the soul of the generation. That's not the success. The success will be if we make a tremendous Ishtadlus, Ishtadlus Nimrotza, ambitious Ishtadlus, strong, powerful effort Ishtadlus, El to return it. To connect it to its original makar, to its this, to its exalted supernal source in Tanakh, in Tereshavach Savin, Tereshavach Peh, in Amunus Yisrael, in Amun Helokis, l'chabre im hakaydesh hamakarasi, to bind it together. So you, instead of assering nationalism, instead of trafing it up, and and saying it's. Uh, that it's a goyish thing. There's no shaykhis to Am Yisrael. Am Yisrael is no Indian, and no Indian bechlal of Lumius of nationalism. So if Cook says that way, we're not going to succeed. And we haven't. It has not been successful. They just left. These Jews just left us.
the only way that we can succeed is by showing the generation the makar of nationalism in Kedusha. What that means in Kedusha, nationalism. What does that mean? What does that mean to want your own place? What does it mean to establish your own mamloche? What does it mean to identify within yourself and to have a certain sense of separateness? What does that mean in Kedusha? Secular Zionism is just is 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 a goyish is a goyish interpretation of nationalism, which originally was, uh, was since it was with Hebrew and it was with Yiddish, so it looked like it was koshering something, but it wasn't kosher at all. It was totally trife. But the makar of nationalism of, of secular Zionism, of course, is kedusha. Is B'shuva Hashem It's returned to Israel. And in a healthy way, that could be something which in its, in its own way can be experienced by different nations of the world. Not like Am Yisrael, but by the English and by the French and by the Americans and so on. When, it, when the external filth of how it's that, that truth of nationalism, when, that, when, that, when the external case, the ugly filth the wrapping of nationalism that it picked up over the years in the world, when that's removed, so then we have, then we then we have, emuna helukis, nationalism just like meditation is something which is tarvakadish in its source, so it's, it's all of Tanakh. So therefore, of course, said the, the the solution is not is not to, 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 to say that it's to say that it's, you know, just to answer everything up. My cousin, I have, one of my cousins told me that he was in, that his, that, that his, that his parents sent, the, sent him to a camp upstate. We're talking about, he's around my age, maybe a year older. So, so he went upstate to some camp, or whatever, it was like 50 years ago. He was at this camp. And there was something very progressive about this chassidish camp that they that they uh, they bought a place, and it had a swimming pool, and and the camp decided that the boys are going to use the pool instead of walking in with their pants into the lake, which is the usual custom. They're going to actually have a swimming pool, and maybe they wear bathing suits. I don't know if that was going to go there, but maybe they're going to still just go with their gatskis or their pants. I don't know, <laughs> but. They had a swimming pool because they bought this place. They had a swimming pool, and my cousin told me that the the boys were so excited because they never ever they never ever went into a, into a swimming pool. Now, that sounds strange, but they, that was seen as something which is very modern, a swimming pool. That they knew that the modern people or, or the goyim had that, but they never had such a thing. So my cousin told me that they that they that they were all excited. This is this was like the spitz, the fanciest chazisha camp. You know, and they went to the camp, and then he said that all of a sudden, like a uh, couple of older bachim started coming out from different places, and they said they started screaming that, that, that this is goyish, it's goyish, the swimming pool, and they took windows, glass panes from all over the place, and they threw tons of glass into the pool, and they took axes and they broke the sides of the pool and they destroyed the pool. They said that we're not going to have a goyish thing here with us, and and 
you know, in our, in our camp. There's not going to be any geyser thing like this. And they put it, they filled the bottom of the pool with glass, right. and they, that was, that was pretty much the uh, end of the summer for the boys, <laughs> like as far as all the excitement was concerned. My cousin told me. Yeah. So I was pretty relieved because my father was actually was thinking about sending me to that camp with them. <laughs> that was a, that's a whole discussion of a different time, but, 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 um, that, 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 there were a couple of canoe, and they said, so a swimming pool is a goyish thing. No, a swimming pool is not a goyish thing. Just don't, just don't have mixed swimming. That's, mixed swimming is goyish, yes. <laughs> uh, that is true. Mixed swimming is goyish. And, uh, and to conduct yourself in a way that's sanua by the pool, yes. The swimming pool is a wonderful thing, and, and boys could have a wonderful time, and it would be very good for them to get out and to swim in a pool. And they can have a lot of fun. And it's healthy. And it can add to their Yiddishkeit. It can, it can, it's very good for them to get away a little bit. But the answer is no. We're going to destroy the pool. It's just... And, and that's just a tiny example of what we've been doing to ourselves for so many years. So if Cook said that this is not the answer, the answer is not to destroy. The answer is to cleanse and to purify. Now, of course it's hard because you have to sit down there with the boys and talk to them about how to behave and so on and so forth, whatever. But the answer is not just just taking out the axe and breaking it, which was, which was for the most part, the response to nationalism. The response to Zionism was just take out, the, take out the axe, take the glass and throw it into the bottom of the pool. That's it. But the core of, of Zionism is, is, is Am Yisrael's Shifa to return to Eretz Yisrael. And, and, the, and not just to return to Eretz Yisrael, but to, to, but to be Am Yisrael in Eretz Yisrael. Now, of course, there are many thorns and there are many dangers to that because nationalism, as it traveled through time, pure, holy nationalism, as it traveled through time and through different places in the world, it picked up all kinds of stuff. And it's hard to scrub and to clean it. Just like some of the chavri here are probably going to hotels instead of cleaning your homes. You know I bring that up some. <laughs> the question was, how is he going to possibly get this into this? <laughs> sure, go down this way. I don't have to clean anything. It's a mechaya. It's nice. I go someplace. Everything, everybody cleaned it for me. It's all, you, you, think, you, they think, you think they did. It's all pace of dick. Those places are filled with hummus. It's all, it's all pace of dick. I don't have to do it myself. But of course, said, you can run away to look for things that there's no, because nationalism is a scary term. Zionism is a scary thing. It is, because it picked up a lot of schmutz. And, and it's very dangerous. There's no question it's very dangerous. Secular Zionism is very dangerous. Nationalism is very dangerous. But at the core, it's Kodesh Vitar. It's pure. But to scrub and to clean and to kasha, that's much harder than just, let me out here, I'm just going to go someplace. You know, I'm just going to go to Meisharim, and I'll close myself in the house over there in my apartment. Everything is nice, everything is pure. I don't have to do that. I don't have to, I don't have to make Pesach. What do I have to make Pesach for? What do I have to clean? What do I have to, what do I have to remove the chametz? But that's what we put into the world to do. It's not just on Pesach. All of life is cleaning for, for cleaning for Pesach. All of life is remo- removing chametz, and therefore the same generation that doesn't want to clean the chametz in their homes is not so thrilled about cleaning cleaning the chametz in their hearts either. I'm just not. I'd rather not clean anything. I just want everything to be ready made. So if you 
You know, you don't want to clean the chametz in your house. You don't want to clean the chametz in your head. You don't want to clean the chametz in your heart. You don't want to clean the chametz on your iPhone, on your computer. You just don't want to. You don't want to roll up your sleeves and work and clean. <clears throat> you just want things to be ready made. Pesach dik. All I have to do is pack up and go, and I come and everything is pesach dik, and I sit at the table and they serve me my Yiddishkeit on a plate, and everything <laughs> is everything is done like this. That's how my Yiddishkeit is. Yiddishkeit is something that you have to work at. You have to clean. You have to refine. You have to you have to rub. You have to scrub. Like the Badichev said, the sounds of the shofar come through crossout and the krechsing and all the rubbing is clean. That's the Ratzon Hashem. The Iker is not that. The Iker is not that we should be in a state of Pesach. The Iker is making Pesach. It's not being Pesach. That's the Baruch Shalom where the Jew is Pesach. Because you don't know, you could try. You could try. You can go crazy, and then you could still find the chametz. That's not the ikkur. The ikkur is not being pesach. The ikkur is making pesach. That's the ikkur. It's cleaning and scrubbing. The ikkur is making pesach, not being pesach. Being pesach is the ras nasham. the other name. All you could do is try to clean things. Whether it's whether your house is pesach or not, or there's some mysterious piece of bread that's sitting there someplace. When we were first married, so we lived in Etzisrael, and, and and there was a... and I, I was asked to conduct a seder for a yeshiva, so, because the, all the bachim, they were keeping the second day in that yeshiva, and I was asked to to, to conduct a seder, the seder vetore, the seder, and so on. And uh, so my wife and I stayed, they gave us they gave us an apartment that belonged to the yeshiva, I went to the yeshiva, and it was the second day yantiv, <clears throat> and it was beautiful. We had a beautiful seder, and uh, and uh, uh, we come back to this room, and there's this closet, and I went to, and I put my my jacket in the closet, and I took my hat. In those years, I wasn't wearing a strimal. I took my hat and I put it on top of the closet, and I and I put my hat down. And I feel over there, and there's a not not a, not a cheerio. There's a piece of bread. <laughs> How did it get onto the? I don't know. <laughs> so. <laughs> it's like two in the morning, and I said to my wife, "You know, this is a, there's a piece of bread on, uh, on top of the closet." <laughs> so, so I was able to. I was able. There was a. There was an Arab that was drawing around that worked over there, and I got. I got the Arab to take it down and to, and to, uh, to, to get rid of it, to destroy it. <coughs> without setting off any kind of intifada. <laughs> <laughs> really, I would have rather burned him. But <laughs> what can you do? He to burn the chametz. He doesn't know that he should have jumped in also. So <coughs> the tachlis is pesach dik. Pesach dik. I don't know pesach dik. Maybe you try, but that's not what happened. Now is that Jews don't want to make pesach, and they don't they don't understand that the whole tachlis of the whole project is making pesach. That's the tachlis, is is cleaning and scrubbing, not being pesach dik. It's making pesach. There's going to be a big gilu when Mashiach comes with the Indian was of making Pesach that the generation doesn't want to have to do with. Making Pesach. Just being Pesach thing. Because someone else made Pesach. Who? Some Spanish chaver, or some Arab chaver, or some whatever. They made Pesach for you, and now you're living in a Pesach the chamas the free environment. So that's what Rav is saying. Nationalism, is, nationalism has picked up a lot of chamas over the years. It's gotten very, very chamas over the years. So the the so the the natural reaction to that is we don't want it. 
clean. I want to be in a, I want to be in a in a chalmistic free world, which is which is a, a healthy longing. It's a healthy desire. But Rav Cook is saying is that the Barishal put us into this world to clean. And therefore nationalism has to be cleaned. And the chametz has to be removed. You have to check it for chametz and you have to burn the chametz. You have to check it for chametz. You can't check it by hiring, by 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 by, by finding a shiksa for $100, $150 and paying it per, you know, $150 for, per hour, I mean, to, to check for your chametz. To check for your chametz. You're going to call a squad of goyim to come in and to clean out the chametz. So it doesn't work. The Barishalom wants us to make Pesach. People don't get that. They think the Barishalom wants us to be Pesach. It's a total mistake. The Barishalom wants us to make Pesach. So you have the person that's a, a big gvir. He makes a big living. So he can go to the fanciest program. And the simple Jew who barely makes enough to, to buy a box of Shmurmatzes, his Pesach is shining infinitely, infinitely, infinitely more than this Gevir that thinks that he's got the Pesach of the century because he's got 14 people waiting on him. But the whole Rasna Hashem was that you should make Pesach, not be Pesach. It's the whole Rasna Hashem. It's making Pesach. is working to get rid of the Chomets. Huh? Avoid it. But the question of the Rosh is, Maha Avoid as That's the question of the Rosh. I don't say it's a rishis, but it's a rishis because of what happened. But to say, why do you have to work? You can you could just work harder in your office, make enough money, and then you can have Pesach. I went home from Yeshiva that day with, with a couple of tzaddikim. Not one of the boys that was with me in the car ever made Pesach in his life. Never saw his parents make Pesach in his life. One of them said he did once or twice. But the other one said never, never, never. The Tachlis is making Pesach, not being Pesach. Dick. The Barishal ne- never made an Indian to go away. That was never the Tachlis. The Tachlis was <coughs> in what you have to fix it. That's exactly what Rav Kook is saying. We're not going to be much Sliach by pushing away these things from the Neshama of the generation. That's not how we're going to be successful. We have to clean it and to bring it into its and to connect it to its source and kedusha and Darwinism. The house of Am Yisrael has to be clean. Nationalism is a Jewish thing; it has to be clean. Meditation is Jewish; it has to be cleaned, not discarded, not to be thrown out. Meditation can't be thrown out. It's the Yisod of Emuna is meditation. It's one of the foundations of our Avodas Hashem is to meditate. Oh, but it comes in this wrapping. It's dirty. It's a, see, even if this guy, even if this, even if this Tamachacham or Shiva's Maida, that yeah, yeah, I think there's something Jewish about it. But but uh, we can't we can't have any shaykhs to it. It's got to be thrown out because of the wrapping. Because the wrapping is dirty. You have to take the time. You have to learn, and you have to know how to peel away the wrapping, and you have to and you have to get to the shorish of what it is. And the shorish of meditation is of what is Hashem. The shorish of na- the, the shorish of nationalism of Zionism is Shiva Siyam, is Am Yisrael and Eretz Yisrael. It's the shorish. But you have to take away. It's hard work to clean, to scrub, to kasher. You need libun ka, libun cham, hagorle, iyuri klirishin, whatever you have to do in the pesach kitchen to make the kitchen pesach. 
But how do you explain to a generation that never made the house pay off that they should make concepts pay off? How do you explain that to a generation? So the answer is throw glass into the pool. That's what, no more pool. So now we don't, have, we don't have any problem now. There's no problem. We don't have any problem. We don't have, to, we don't have to explain to the kids that they should try to get dressed after they go out of the pool. Whatever you want to do, get, put on your tzitzis until the pool, take them and then put them back on after the pool. And, and, and there, there are not going to be any girls over here. It's, there's no girl over there within 20 miles of the place. <laughs> so we'll, 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 we'll do things with Kedusha, but Tahar. No, the answer is to throw glass into the pool. It's strafe. It's a goyish thing. The Americans made up a concept of swimming pools. It's goyish. It's goyish. It's strafe. That's it. Canoes. So there's glass in the pool, burning things in Yerushalayim, burning tires in the street. Throwing. So that's the most goyish thing of all. Throwing glass into a pool is goyish. Burning tires is goyish. Swimming in, uh, that a Jew should go swimming is not goyish. That a Jew should love at soul is not goyish. Intimidating and hurting and burning and and and, and breaking—that's goyish. That's not Jewish. The Teretz is the Teretz is to bring everything back to its makar, to its source in kedusha. Shemimenu hinavas from where it comes to bring everything back. So now, at the end of time, the bezure emunas Yisrael, the scatterings of kedusha, are coming home. Our job is to recognize them, to to recognize them. To be careful with them, to be careful, to scrub them and clean them, and, and to bring them back into our lives. Instead of instead of saying treif, also no good, not us. No, be careful, and we need gedola Yisrael to help us, great people to help us, to clean and to make pesach the things that have picked up stuff over the years. Picked up stuff over the years. You don't walk into your kitchen, you see a lot of chumash, and say, forget it. And you just light the place up and you put it on fire. <laughs> I can't do it, it's too much. It's too much. There's too much chumash in this place. I got, I got to get rid of it. Let me show you. Well, that's what people would like to do, but it's cheaper to go to the hotel than burning up your house. But people now making a might not be so. <laughs> might not be such a big difference. Maybe I should just destroy my house. Destroy my house. <clears throat> to make Pesach. Mez Hashem will continue with this Torah. Uh, next Torah of Shabbos is ready. I don't know. I don't even know. So you get busy making Pesach, man. Be lichtig in Pesach. Okay.